Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind the scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves. And of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of what does being fit mean to you? My guest today is a fashion designer and founder of an activewear brand on a mission to encourage, empower, and celebrate women through all avenues of their health and wellness journey. Designed by female athletes for female athletes with the goal to support women from the studio to the street. With every purchase, a portion of the profit is donated to female-focused nonprofit organizations celebrating women and young girls. Please welcome... Aaron Roddy of Me Active. Hi, Chrissy. How you doing, Aaron? Amazing. You made me just sound so amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. Grab your wine. Let's Thank give you a little so toast. Thank for letting me be here tonight. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for coming and enjoying a glass of wine with me on Absolutely. a Tuesday night. Absolutely. We're rocking. We're rolling. We met for coffee like four days ago. Yes. And I was like, so <laughs> do you want to come on like now to the podcast? And you're like, wait, what? yeah. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> and here we are. So I, I really know. appreciate you. No, thank you for having me. It's going to be a fun night. You've, you've totally relaxed already. Yeah, you You're, think so? <laughs> no longer clutching the couch. No, not, not, as, not as tightly. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. I, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm excited to hear more about the activewear. Me, right? Am I saying this right? You got it. Exactly. Which I, when I first saw it, I thought it was Mies. Yep. But me, and I think that we'll get into, you know, the name and the Absolutely. story behind that. But I think it's so important now because the ba- the brands that we buy from, it feels so good to get connected to a story because we have so many options now, right? Yeah. Like we can go online, we can search activewear, I can yep. search workout pants. I'm going to get a million, a million hits. Absolutely. From a, a cheap, cheap brand all the way up to $500 leggings, yep. like everything in between. Yep. And so it's now it's like you can hear someone's story, hear the hear the passion behind it. Absolutely. I feel like we just get so connected. So I'm so excited to dive in. So what made you want to start this? And then on top of it, the philanthropic yeah. cause behind it, it's just like icing on the cake. To the cake. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what what got you into all of it? Well, so um I have always been an active person. Mm-hmm. Um I am an avid runner. I uh, ran my first marathon here in Cincinnati. I'm from Cincinnati, born uh-huh. and raised. West side. West side what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I ran my first Flying Pig Marathon in 2019 um, and pretty much was hooked. Um, I went back to school at 25 for fashion okay. design at UC DAP. Okay. Um, spent five years there. 
after I graduated in 2013, I ran off to New York mm -hmm. and decided to, you know, live my dream. Sure, uh, as all the fashion all people the do. All the fashion. <laughs> and I did all the fashion. <laughs> what did you do in New York fashion-wise? Absolutely. You so um, really, I focused mainly on mass production, I'd like to say. So mass okay. production fashion, corporate fashion. So I originally worked for American Eagle. Okay, we um, all know American, American Eagle. American Eagle, absolutely. What um, line were you, like the denim? The women's. Women's. women's uh, uh, cut and sew knits. Oh. So a cut and sew knit is basically it easily kind of like blends into activewear, but it's kind of your loungy, stretchy okay. t-shirts, your basics. Got it. Um, okay. So yeah, that was kind of like what I started off in. And um, you were actually designing. You weren't like doing the merchandising or, no, or you were designing. Design. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I went. Um, so you see if you're familiar with the DAP yep, program, yep. you can go into the merchandising or you can go into the fashion program. Uh-huh both phenomenal yeah um, I but just, two different skill sets in different absolutely roles, yeah. yeah so I definitely like you know made a direct line for the design part I just love being a little bit more creative yeah. and like hands-on I always loved sewing oh I was that girl who made all of her prom dresses you all made of her, them all of them it was it was unbelievable like from scratch or from like scratch. you found something and upcycled it I the very first one I'll never forget um it was my sophomore homecoming and my mom took me shopping for this um you know for my very first like formal gown yes I remember and that we went, process and, yeah you remember the promise and it was like oh I, you know you find the most perfect gown well mine was like this blush taffeta like princess uh -huh. it had like a, a cinched waist and had like this poofy oh yeah skirt mine was coral I like love it the color coral like <laughs> and it had like beading and I think it was almost like a a little bit of like a fit and flare. I was just gonna say, it had like, <laughs> like a little, a little bit of tool, at the ankle. A little bit of no, it was like it started to flare at like the at hip. The, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't That's know exactly. what, I guess not if it, whatever. Well, yeah, no, you're oh, right. Oh, God, it had bead, like little beaded straps. Strauss. Oh, my God, it's painful. It's amazing, though. Uh -huh. Mine had a black tulle overlay over the pink. Oh, wow. And so I think I looked at it, and I remember, like, I think we went to, at the time, was it, it might have been, it might have been, still been called Lazarus, I don't know, which is, is now that a bridal? Macy's. Oh, oh. <laughs> Wow. Okay. We're going know. way We're back. We're going way back. We're going 2000 way back. Like, no, it was like 1990. <laughs> <laughs> 1998. Had black tool. I got it home. And my mom was like, what are you doing up there in your room? I kid you not. The black tool had been cut off the entire dress. Oh. And then I had gone up to Joanne Fabrics and got like additional like pink and purple sparkly tool. Oh, wow. And I took it apart. Before that before that period or before that time like had you done your own sewing were you into like making things before it was like this the catalyst that's well that was like that was like the turning point um mm -hmm. and my mom was almost ready to die because you know I probably spent like at the time a hundred dollars on my dress yeah. and I saved up a lot of money and she was like what the heck I did dabble though in sewing I had mm -hmm. a grandmother who constantly sewed um she, yeah she was basically like she was the reason why I got yeah. into it. Oh, and we I spent so much time doing it together. Yeah. I loved it. And I even, I remember calling her with that dress and I was like, uh oh, I took it to, took like, it's in like five pieces. What do I uh -huh. do? What do I do? I need help. <laughs> See, I always like loved the idea. I would always think like when I was younger, oh, if I, like, 
I, yep. they need to make this piece. Like yep. this isn't the right thing. I want it to be different. Like I've always thought about that, but I've never had like the resources or, it, or I've never taken, I should say, I've never taken the initiative to like to, learn like, how do to it. do it on my own. It's just yeah. been a pie in the sky. Exactly. No, I, I would always take like random uh, fabrics and maybe even put it behind like, you know, or mix it in with my jeans or mm. sew it to my jeans. And then I would match a bag with it. Oh, like make a bag. <laughs> Believe me, it was not that. cute in the slightest. No. It was like purple paisley. Early design <laughs> dreams. I have a question with the program at UC when you're focused primarily like on fashion and design, do they give you a little bit of merchandising too so you have an awareness or is, are you on like a very siloed path? They do. Okay. They do. Okay. Um, you are, I will say you are on a siloed path in the sense that... Um, when you go into the program, your first year is what they call foundation studies. Mm. And you are with basically all of the other majors in the program. You do that for an entire year. Mm. And then after that, whatever you decided or whatever you were majoring in, yeah. so mine was fashion design or you would do fashion merchandising, mm -hmm. you literally split up into that program. And then also you picked your internship schedule. Oh, at the time we were on quarters. So if you picked like your schedule to be summer, winter or, you know, fall, spring. Yeah. But you literally are in the silo for the next four years of your life. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was it was great. You still dabbled. You definitely mm -hmm. got to dabble in some merchandising. Um, I actually uh, made the crazy move to do a double major in business marketing oh well that's very going to come in handy down the road for well, you well exactly exactly younger Aaron was smart yeah yeah I was <laughs> I was I, well, I went back at 25 so I kind of mm. think I had an idea of like okay you know you, you need to kind of make sure you're like that in itself is smart like how does an 18 year old I don't know, don't know what you're supposed to do. Don't know. Or what you even like. I didn't even know what I liked. No, I, I have no idea. And you know. And you have to choose. You, yeah, what, at that moment you when you're your 18. to look like. You're like, I just moved out of my grandma's basement. I don't <laughs> fucking know <laughs> what, what I want to do for the rest of my life. life. I know. I know. Oh, well, insane. the you know, the funny part, it's funny that you're talking about that. I graduated from high school and I was what I like to call a little bit of a lost soul. Oh. And so, and I, I think, you know, to dabble in this a little bit, I always had these ups and downs with like anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. um, and so I graduated from high school and I pretty much hit a low mm. and the two to three years after that I was like hitting like diff different levels of rock bottom if oh. you will but the reason why I like to bring that up is because at the time part of it was that I kept comparing myself to everybody else who did have their decisions made who, went, who yeah. did go to college yeah. and like all of my girlfriends had like you know they were making those moves towards their future right and here I am like twiddling my thumbs like what am I gonna do with my life yeah but if only you knew in seven years down the road they'd be regretting those decisions uh, yeah. they made for their right. career at 18 and they're miserable sitting at a desk all day oh wait maybe that's wait, just me no. but <laughs> no. and, and maybe they're not maybe no, and they're, maybe they're not so but probably they are <laughs> You're not. You're having a blast. Look at what you're doing. This is amazing. Right, but this didn't happen until thirty. Right, years well, old. I hey, I was thirty when I started my career. Yeah, and that's yeah. something See, I smart. like to tell Actually, people. Actually, we're very smart. Yeah, we're making conscious decisions, Absolutely. not as children. Absolutely. Um, but no, so I I think that you know it was it's funny like hindsight. Well, now I'm like I couldn't be happier with the path that I yeah. took. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, I was laying, you know, I was laying every brick down for, you know, 
what mm-hmm. what I am now. And where it I'm just at. And took a, your timeline looked a little different than the people yeah. that you saw in your immediate circle because I wouldn't even argue that it was that different from a lot of other people. Sure. But what you could see, yeah. you're like, I'm not doing something right, or you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not different. Doing, yeah, yep, what everybody else is doing. Right, right. And um, at that age too, that can be pretty yeah, you, heavy, layered on top of you already suffering from anxiety, anxiety and depression. depression. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you're at American Eagle. Yeah. You're designing t-shirts. Yep. Where'd you go from American Eagle? Yeah. So I left there. Um, this is this is always a fun part of the story. Um, I was laid off a year and a half into my newly found career. Oh. Um, it wasn't. That's hard. It is. I mean, look, you start a career path, but it is hard. But I love talking about it because it just had, it was all business. It yeah. was like the the last hired, the first cut. Yeah. In fact, my entire department, it happened to. What um, year was this? This was 2014, I believe. Yeah, it makes sense. About at the time everyone stopped wearing it, American Eagle. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say yeah. it. <laughs> um, I think there were a lot of, you know There's what they call There's a lot going on there. The triple A's were having a lot of issues. Abercrombie, American Eagle, and Aeropostale. Oh, yeah. I know the triple A's the well. Triple a- my wardrobe, my that was it, wardrobe right? revolved around those stores. That was it. And really, I think what happened at that time is you have the, I guess, 2014, you've got the H&M's coming up. You have um, Topshop. European you have, fashion was making its absolutely. way to the U.S. Pre- online. Yep. You could be suddenly- online. You, it's a more saturated market. Yeah. Suddenly, we had more options yep. than those three A's. Like the, the, the <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah. So it was. I remember at the time taking it so personal. Of course, mm. I took it personal. Hindsight, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. And if anything, that just made me like a stronger person. That I knew that I need to make like. I knew I could make my own decisions, mm-hmm. you know, and at the time I felt like that was, I needed to do that job. Yeah. I was working like 18 hour days. Oh, I was, I mean, it was, there were some breakdown moments. It's just a norm. It's exactly what it was. Yeah. And I, did you ever have, and I don't mean to say this to diminish the work that you do, but did you ever have this thought of like, I am working 18 hours a day to make a t-shirt for someone else yeah yes to make a hundred thousand units to make, yes and yes that's exactly what happened yeah. so i left american eagle uh well they kicked me out <laughs> i they said thank you very much it's time <laughs> to go said, now <laughs> see ya um i at, the, at that moment it actually was a really great time because i like i said i avid runner well when i went back to school to dap unfortunately um and you know business marketing school i was like swamped so yeah. exercise health and wellness everything just took the back burner mm-hmm. i was working like five jobs in mm-hmm. the makeup industry i was in bartending and mm-hmm. you know you name it i did it yeah um so when i got to new york a year and a half into it worked my butt off and then i had like I had a 12-week hiatus, I'll say, and then I started working at Kohl's. Oh. And working for uh, Juicy Couture at Kohl's, which was which was a blast That's as so well. That's so fun. But in between. I had a Juicy Couture sweatsuit. Oh, yeah. Suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you didn't. Yeah. Pink velour. Mine was pink. Yeah, with rhinestones pink. all over it. I didn't have the rhinestone one. I think that was probably too expensive. <laughs> I, and I shouldn't say jumpsuit. I just had the zip up that oh. I got from Nordstrom Beachwood in, in Cleveland on a special trip up to the mall because like, there was no Nordstrom in Canton, Ohio. And I, I, the largest size they have, it was so fucking tight on me. Well, that's but pretty I just much fucking, how we fit it squeezed <laughs> myself my little 16 year old self into that juicy couture velvet velour jacket and i was just like 
I am living life. With the J zip the on the J front. zip. <laughs> you were like, this is I like saved the tag. Like I, I wouldn't it. throw it away. It was like sitting out visibly just so if anyone came over to my house and they happened to see that, yes, I have a Juicy Couture that tag on so my, good. like I just plucked it from my all my clothes. You were like, oh yeah, yeah. I wear Juicy. Casual, <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. I mean, we all needed that yes, pink, yeah. pink. Well, after Britney did it. Yeah, in Paris Hilton. In Paris, yeah. Totally. We all had to And do now it. they're coming back. The velour Kim is just releasing her line of like vel- velour jumpsuits. Have you seen this? I the did, skin skims. I did is it called this. skims or is it called skins? Skims. Skims. Yeah. But isn't hers hers are more neutral right now, right? Like or Yeah, I don't think they're like the bright colors, yeah. but that's they're coming like back. Nude tones and uh-huh. tan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. So working for Kohl's, Juicy Couture. Juicy Couture. But in between I had those thirteen weeks and mm. I had a blast. Um I actually told myself you know, of course I had to go find a job, but at the same time I said, you know what, take this time to A, get to know New York because you mm-hmm. haven't really had the chance to do that. And B, why don't you start running and exercising again? Yeah. So I did and I kind of, um, you know, hit the ground running. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in New York, actually, um, something that I, I didn't know when I first got there until this moment, they have a, a um, organization called NYRR, New York Roadrunners, mm. and they provide races. And that's actually who puts on um, the New York City Marathon, oh. if you're familiar with that at all. One of the biggest marathons yes, in the world. Yes, yes, I know it exists. Yeah. That's about um, the extent of my familiarity. Yeah, but. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they have uh, races, I kid you not, probably every single weekend. And I spent weekends in um, just taking the train to and from Central Park. Yeah. And I ran a race. You you ran a race every so you liked the say, race aspect oh of my it. gosh well it was it made me so goal oriented yeah you know even if i said to myself i don't want to run i would probably say to myself you know what you got to get four runs in this week so that you can run on sunday and, and feel, see what you can do yeah so it like, gave you something to work towards absolutely. a performance-based goal absolutely so what how long were the races they could be anywhere from uh, a 5k which is 3.1 miles yeah. up to a 10k and then they do have uh sporadic you would get into like 15 Ks, which oh. is 9.3. Yeah. And then of course, eventually I would do the half marathons. And then I finally did the, I've, like I said, I'd done a couple of Cincinnati marathons, Yeah. but I finally did in 2000 and oh gosh, was it 17? I did my first New York city marathon. Okay. So okay. but you kind of work so your fun. way into it, but oh, right. Amazing. Right. Well, I love that because then it's like each week, if you're doing this race, you're like, I'm going to know my time yep. every week. And I'm, and I'm sure, right. Maybe not every week you beat it but you can be like okay well maybe I need to adjust things here maybe I need to do something different like it just gives you something to work toward absolutely absolutely that so it kind of yeah and that time I was like okay well I could either sit here in my swallows and like kick myself in the butt because I Mm -hmm. I think that I lost my job because I did something wrong yeah which I did feel that a little yeah like I said hindsight it was all about numbers and like whatever yeah but I used the time to just like kind of like you know it was a huge reset on my my active and health and wellness to get back to where you want want to be where you wanted to be where you feel good at yeah yeah Yeah. and so the cool part is when I did go back to when I got a job at Kohl's with with Juicy Couture was the brand I was working on Kohl's was kind of a company that 
did not say work your 16 to 18 hour days. So they really like pushed for work-life balance, wow. if you will. Good for you, Coles. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Go Coles. Yeah, go Coles. Um, so that kind of like put me on this path of, you know what? You don't need to work 18 hours a day for somebody else. You can still have a, a, a work-life balance. You can feel a productive hum- member of society Correct. and then still also have leisure time. Correct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I stuck it out there for a few years. Um, I think I like just, uh, I wanted a little bit more or I, I wasn't feeling entirely fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, business and fashion has been like rocky for probably the last six years. Mm -hmm. So you kind of feel a little bit beat up. And I think I just was, I was at a point of like, well, you know, I need to, I need to branch out a little bit. I had also, um, I think a year or two into, I had met my husband, Mm. um, and we kind of made a pact, like we're not going to do New York forever. Yeah. Eventually we're going to take our steps out of it. Yeah. Um, So I think I was ready to kind of move on from uh, working like towards that next step. Mm. Um, And so I kind of took a step back and I I went into contracting. So oddly enough, I went to contracting back at American Eagle. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is crazy. I mean, maybe you needed to get a little like last validation that right. a little like yeah maybe that's what yeah. it was it was like oh they still <laughs> I want can me. do this they still yeah, want yeah, me. yeah 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 they still yeah. want me um but I went and worked in men's and um mm. and I did because I was contracting I had like I I like to say my design handcuffs were off I felt a little bit more empowered to like own my own schedule I didn't feel like I owed somebody like I, I, I was contracted. I was a yeah. full-time employee, right. but like I felt like I could say no. Yeah, I'm so interested when it's like an American Eagle, a Coles, or like Express, which yes, I know that which you is where I ended up at. Yeah. yeah, and you, how does like the work given to you? They're like, okay, we have a T-shirt that yeah. we need. Like, do they give you a mood board, a concept, and you make some drafts, and they say yes or no? We fix this, fix that. Like, what's the process? Yeah. Oh, How does yeah. it work? I love it because um, I guess I assume everybody knows it. No I one know it, knows this. Of course, this. no one knows yeah. this. And I'm like, we're wearing these clothes every day. You're we like, put them on. I'm like, how does it? No idea how it's even birthed. Yeah, it's crazy. So how it kind of works is you have a huge team and you have little categories within yes. your team. So let's right. say you work Knitting, on. So Yes, exactly. Denim. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I had a friend that was a merchandiser for Abercrombie and Columbus. So I know like a, I know like more of the merchandising side, but I don't know the design side at all. So that's why I'm like very interested. Just like the counterpart. It's obviously they're my, the uh, merchants were your counterpart. And then you also have a production team as well, who's kind of working behind the scenes to make that shirt for you. Yes. Yes. Um, And you're like a three-legged stool. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, So what happens is it's like you have somebody who your VP of, let's say, let's talk about women. So we'll just get specific so vp of women's or president of women's or whatever it is you got ahead mm-hmm. and they say you know what for the holiday season uh-huh. they kind of go out and you have a concept team yes. who shops okay shops Wait, the can, whole world can we pause for one moment <laughs> yes. i have to talk about this because it has job. been on my mind yes this <laughs> fucking job i know <laughs> so i have a new friend um that just moved here recently from brooklyn she is a textiles designer for mm-hmm. ralph lauren Mm-hmm. Okay, so she was telling me about this concept design, design team <laughs> that there's one person and like for she has a friend. She's the concept designer for anthropology, where she literally just fucking shops, shops, 
shops. And brings things to them and, and says, okay, this thing that I found at a vintage shop, this is what we're going to recreate for yep. spring 2021. Yep. Everyone get on the mass print. Yep. And I'm like, how do you get that job? And she said a lot of it is really that this person has been doing this for so long sure. and they have the contacts. Yep in the industry of where, 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 you know, where to go, who to talk to, how do I get exposure that real, cause I'm like, how do you bounce around? Like maybe you were it for Ralph Lauren, then you were it for anthropology. And I'm like, how do you, how it does is, your eye like know how to differentiate between these two brands? You know, I can see you being really good at one or really good at the other, sure. but really it's like so much of just by who you know. I was so it fascinated is. about it this. It is. <laughs> the higher up you go, well, you know what? Like any other industry, the higher up you go, it, your network is really kind of like yeah. your crutch, right? Yeah. Like you really, I mean, you've got to make that network early on yeah. and then you have to like, don't, don't burn a bridge. That's yeah. all I ever yeah. said. Like utilize that later. But I don't, you know, concept is a very unique, um, it's a unique role because that is like, in my mind, every time the concept team, they're usually the most like, uh, like I, I'll say creative. Yes, totally. They're picking the color. I mean, they're doing everything from picking yes. colors. They're shopping like textiles. Mm -hmm. They're shopping prints and mm -hmm. patterns and like textures. They're setting the tone. They're setting the tone for the entire season. Yes. The I crazy would fucking you, love this. Hold on, job. you would love it because you know what? <laughs> you know it. what? You know what they do? Shout is, out anyone looking for this. I have no experience, but please. Chrissy wants to be on the concept team. You, they will go out and spend. I mean. Nowadays, design companies are a little bit more conservative, but at times they would spend like upwards of fifty, seventy-five thousand dollars yeah. to shop. Yes, and perfect. then and then they would build these gorgeous rooms. So yeah. I did an internship in concept at. Um, have you heard of La Senza? No, no. Okay, so it's um, it's the Canadian sister to Victoria's Secret. Oh, okay, okay. So I was up in Columbus. I did a concept. Um, a concept internship and I literally would shop I mean expensive lingerie and oh expensive loungewear and like um we would build these massive like just experiential yes, rooms yes right and then you you put on this like show you get the dog and pony show yeah and then you walk your designers through it and isn't this so funny this is so much work behind the scene oh to make one t-shirt because people have to feel connected to their clothes their clothing and and the brand that they're buying from Without to make doubt. it last and which is why it circles so perfectly back to this okay but so tell me talking through the process we got the concept designer vp they're yep. telling you concept says this yeah. is what we're going after okay um you're partnering with your merchant your merchant's like okay this is what did well this season last year okay so let's do something similar to that yeah so you're kind of like you know uh playing with different um aspects i guess if you will yeah so then you take away the idea so let's say in concept you're like oh uh sherpas sherpas are really big oh yeah okay they shopped like every brand and every brand had a sherpa so oh, okay. then you're like what does that look like and then you know so you take that back if your product category is like outerwear yeah you're taking sherpas and you're taking zip ups and you're yes. taking and then you're kind of like sketching them with the eye of your consumer yes right so right. yes maybe you just purchased an alice and olivia skirt mm -hmm. and obviously an alice and olivia skirt's gonna cost you 795 dollars mm -hmm. but now it's your job to execute that mm -hmm. as like you know at american eagle it might be like a i don't know 30 dollars skirt yes, you know right, right so so then you got to get it you kind of got to like pass it through yes it's some 
some yes. some compromise filters some, yeah. and like so you, through it through the brand lens right you absolutely. wanted to show up as american eagle absolutely and then it is brand lens yeah yeah so then that's your job so then you start like sketching um and what i'll tell you is let's see what are we in right now it's funny because when you are in design right it's like a whole year ahead it's a whole year ahead so yeah. you sometimes forget like like right now i think I would assume, what are we in? They're probably designing into, now the timelines are different because fast fashion has yes. kind of sped things right. up. Right, right. But um, I would say, I would say they're almost into fall again right now. June, July, yeah. August is yeah. getting designed into. What do, you, what do you have or what are some like athleisure, athletic wear trends for 2021? What do you think we're going to see more of in the next year you know or the, the same or different? You know, it's funny. I, I had a, a nice, robust conversation with a friend of mine the other day um, who's in design. She still lives in New York. And I was like, man, uh, you know, and as a designer, you're constantly researching and looking at brands. Right. I was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of like obsess over it, whether it's Instagram or and I'm like, I, I texted her and I was like, do, do you think that like um, tie dye is still going to happen? And she's like, yeah, without a doubt. And I'm like, really? Aren't we over this yet? But I really don't even think it's peaked. No, I don't think so either. At People all. are fucking obsessed with tie dye. At all. So, I think we got another year of it for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I yeah. think you have a ton of that. Yeah. Um, I also think, you know, the fun part is, is COVID has really given us this opportunity to like, I mean, previous to COVID, you could really kind of have an idea of maybe what the next year held. Mm -hmm. So as an example, when mm -hmm. you were designed this time last year, you're designing into what's happening in 2020. Well, shoot, if no you designed one. anything woven, oh yeah, you were probably kind or anything dressy. Oh yeah. I mean, you had, there were so many can't like, like companies that were just canceling I orders because they, it just was not going to get bought. No, no one has anywhere to wear them to. I, I might be the only one that will just like get dressed for no occasion whatsoever. That's, no, you're not because I do it myself. Yeah. yeah. I was sitting in I'm my like, New I York. I can't let this go. Yes. I was sitting in my New York City apartment putting eyelashes on yes. a full face because yes. I just wanted to feel yes. fun for a day. Right. No, I, I think like, that's... where are my sequins? No, I agree. I mean, but I have absolutely done less shopping. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. I will be like, I will, it's not that I haven't found cute things, but then I'll be like, you have nowhere to fucking wear this. Yep. To. That's exactly what it is. Like there are only so many outfits that you can stunt to go to say so in that you see yeah. the same four people at that bar that yep. only has four people in a time at it, including the bartender. Like no one gives a <laughs> they fuck. They don't even care. No, they don't. they don't. I think because of that mentality, uh, I don't, you know take it for what it's worth it's coming from me but i think it's going to be hard people are, are recreating their habits yeah so i think no matter what even if it gets to a point where you can start going out more i think people will get dressed up but now like your co-workers have seen you dressed down oh and, yeah like, like people have not you know so yes will people continue to get dressed up absolutely yes. like we enjoy yes. it yes but like the majority of the time i think you're definitely gonna see like right now i have on now my leggings White, I love but those. like a yeah. moto legging yeah 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 those. it's still trendy yeah but it's like an active moto legging mm -hmm. so you know that you can like put it on and you could probably put a kitten heel with it and maybe mm -hmm. even a blazer and yeah, feel cute totally but then you can definitely throw that blazer put on some kicks and then you can go out for you know a yeah. jog or your yoga class or whatever right i think it's gonna be really transitional yeah i one thing i have noticed about my own buying habits is that because i have less events to buy for yeah and like i am one 
which I know this is not a a good practice, right. but I am like any time there's I buy something fucking new. Like I really do. Yeah. I love to buy a new outfit. Yeah. And not that I only wear it once and never wear it again. I will definitely wear it again. But like when it's a new thing, I can't a big can't. thing. I can't wear an old thing. I right. just I can't. You mean I like just, a trend, like a new trend? Not or? even a new trend, just like a new outfit. You're like, like I just have to have it. Yeah. I, I love just that. have to have <laughs> it. And I um so what I've noticed that because I have less events to buy for. Yep. Is that now I'll be like, well, since I haven't bought any other any outfits for any events, like, okay, I can like spend more money on like a few pieces. Yeah. Because it's not as the volume isn't as high. No, you're so, so right. really I haven't been probably saving any money because, because I've just you're been like, like, oh yeah, $150 for a pair of jeans because I haven't bought anything else. Okay, cool. Yeah, no big deal. 200 whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. Or like, you know what I think? I think, um, I bet gym shoes gym shoes like Nike expensive gym shoes. Yeah. I think people are feeling like less guilty about that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, my husband and I certainly, I mean, we're gym shoe junkies, especially because we're runners. Yeah. And so like we, we will, we'll definitely spend money on our gym shoes and I can justify it. I'm like, yeah. whatever, this is my legs and my back. Right. And I will. Just no, right, 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 right. Spend That's a little a good, extra. Good way. So, so for trends for like the next year, you agree we're still going to see tie dye. I think you're still going to see tie dye. I think you're, you're going to, I think that if COVID starts to quote unquote go away mm -hmm. i think people are going to want to get dressed again but i think that you're going to see transitional pieces like i just said you're mm -hmm. going to see like mm -hmm. moto leggings. we're still going to want to be comfortable you're, yep i don't think you're going to go directly back to um i, I think things are going to be oversized i think you're oh. going to continue to see oversized even pants like bigger gaucho pants yeah um, we are seeing a lot of that now yeah absolutely and like i'm i'm here for it i i really <laughs> love this like wide pant like high-waisted yep. almost like trouser exactly i do but i hear a but but <laughs> but i feel like it's so rare that like they look great on the instagram model absolutely. that has seven feet of legs absolutely. and a 10 feet torso or the runway model oh sure those baggy high-waisted you put them on almost anyone else and you're like, why? I look like a fucking yeah. science teacher from the 70s. Yep. Like it's not <laughs> you. <laughs> I know. I try it all the time. Or high waist. Like, I, you know what? I do dig the high waisted jeans. No, yeah. Like, I like, I, yeah. I'm I'm for sure Those about high waisted. Like no one wants low rise jeans to come back. Like you I am what, afraid. Though? No. Oh, wait. I thought, wait, I, I hold tight because I, you know, they I, always come back. I honestly, it's like, but like if else. we can band together as one female <laughs> say no group and just say, no, we're not doing it. It's a weird cycle. But now that our leggings and everything is hitting to like directly under your boobs, I think you're going to start to see it lower. <laughs> I it, hate to say it. No, I, I could know. be so wrong. I absolutely have pants. Like I have a shorter torso. So like high-waisted things on me, I'm like, okay, I can tuck my nips in. So That's this is great. <laughs> They're so high. That is amazing. It's so good though. It makes you feel so good. You yes, feel like no. I, I, I mean I love I would it. I would like it to just like be at my weight, like at yeah, my at natural waist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Be right where it needs. That would be I'm nice. with you on that one. I'm with you on that <laughs> oh one. Oh my god. Okay, so then after you you left, you did some contract work, went to Express, yep. right? 
Yes, I did go to Express. What? How did? How did the? How did me come me, come I, to be? So before I left um, American Eagle the second time, I had gone on a um, basically a mission trip with Destiny Rescue, mm -hmm. which is a nonprofit organization that helps girls who'd been sex trafficked. Mm. Um, what made you want to do this? I know. So. <laughs> A friend of mine who actually, her and her husband had moved out there, out to Cambodia, to Cambodia. out there. They moved to Cambodia um, because they were working full time with this nonprofit. Okay. Um, and I believe her and I connected over social media. Um, and I think I was in a place of, you know what, and, and I think when I left Kohl's, I felt the same way. I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be in New York forever. I was feeling like fashion was throwaway fashion. I felt like I was working my butt off for all these other brands. And I just didn't feel like I was giving back enough. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, that's when I was like, okay, go contract, you know, um, and just start figuring it all out. Yeah. So some, for whatever reason, her and I had connected, I, uh, raised like $4,500 to go on this mission trip. Oh, wow. Um, and to be completely transparent, it is, I think it was a, a Christian-based mission trip. Mm -hmm. However, I was there for, I, I needed the experience to yeah. understand what these girls had gone right. through, right? right? Like I right. just, I, I kind of, I don't know, I felt like there was something that I needed to experience there. Mm -hmm. So two weeks, Thailand, Thailand and Cambodia, three cities in each we didn't like run around saving girls who'd been sex trafficked i like to clarify that because everybody's always like so did you save them and i was like no like, no i'm not, not so Lee Nielsen that wasn't whoever, me no <laughs> did i meet some people who like ex you know went through that process yeah oh um gosh. so like some there were some men that actually like helped rescue these young wow. girls and women but what i was there for really was to um be a part of, I guess, the uh, rehabilitation process for these ladies. So like they're out of it. And now how do we kind of get acclimated to the real, real world life. again after that horribly traumatic experience? Absolutely. Yeah. What they would find is that they would bring them out of sex trafficking. And they would if, if they didn't like give them the tools to, to make money, they would go right back into prostitution. Makes sense. Like it's what they knew, right? Um, which is so unfortunate because mm -hmm. uh, the reason why they end up in, in sex trafficked is a lot of times their family actually sells them into it oh. because their family's debts yeah it, they roll over um, generation after generation. Oh my god! So and you can imagine like the amount of money, you know, to them, it's it's so different. Yeah, like you know, I I I can't recall all the numbers, but I want to say that like a thousand dollars a year would be a lot of money and they could sell their daughter for like four hundred dollars oh so you can imagine that was like half a year's like salary no almost. right and i just bought a 200 dollar pair of jeans fucking it's, asshole look, hold on it's like well hold on so 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 chris chrissy this is exactly why i was like i'm starting a brand that gives back to nonprofit organizations yes yes that's exactly good, what it is good you brought it back around you brought Bring it, it back, back around, around. Um, but what I saw when I was over there, there was a, um, an, uh, a company called Outland Dunham. It's an Australian Dunham company and they had partnered with Destiny Rescue and originally they were a nonprofit and then they went into be a for-profit. But what they were doing was they were training these women and ladies to learn how to sew in factories mm, and they were brilliant. basically in their factory working on their Dunham. Brilliant. 
Um, so it kind of goes full circle where like, uh, and so obviously when I saw that, I was like, okay, look, I can still, I love fashion. I love design. I love the process of it. Um, I love to wear and admire high fashion. Um, but I also really love, I mean, the process for me is just really connecting with the consumer and then obviously the design process, the production process. I I really do love it. I absolutely love it. And I am kind of a workaholic. But I'm happy to do it for myself or if I can do it for good, right? Yes, 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 yes. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, I can do more. I can do more. And it was kind of like a mental challenge. I was like, all right, you need to figure this out. Mm. Um, so I left that trip and I I continued working with um, American Eagle. They actually offered me a role to be a permanent full-time at a mm. higher level. And I I there was a moment of like, I could do this and get back into it and I could be a full time and I can like keep going after like growing in the industry. Sure. Climbing the ladder. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I kind of had like a, that was like a moment of like, you know what? No, there's, you can do more. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I ended up shifting and I went and contracted with express. Mm -hmm. Um, but right before I left, um, American Eagle, I started thinking to myself, what can I do? And so that's when I said, I, I love running. Yeah. I love being active. I also have a thing for like um, glitter, shine, yeah. sequins. I'm like, yeah. a, I'm like a 12 year old. Yeah. But we heard the <laughs> dresses. You never got like, past the dresses. I don't, yeah. I don't get past it. Um, anytime I can add sequins to my outfit, like I will. <laughs> Well, it's, I've got to show you a couple of fun pieces oh, I have. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> and then you can come check out yes, my closet yes, because perfect. it looks like <laughs> it looks like glitter like yeah. grew up. Um, but that's when I was like, you know what? Marathoning and running, like I want to look, I want to stand out. Yeah. Like I, so I started to design into a product that I knew, you know, would fit um, my goo or gel, which mm. is something that you need for long distance running. Yep. It fit my credit cards. It fit my phone. It was like, you know, all inclusive. You have so many pockets. So many pockets. It's great. I love that. I like, I can't, I mean, I, you know, you never, I, you know what? Every woman has a system. That's what I call it. Some people like will wear. So if you're a runner and um, you're probably listening and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's totally me. Some will wear their iWatch because they want to be able to, you know, use it for like their music yeah. or to talk. Right. And then at the same time, they have their garment on because they're trying to like get the distance. Oh, and they're trying to got, like. They have got it. Yeah. yeah. So you like have that system. And then it's like, well, do you have a cord to your phone? Some women like to use a cord to their phone. Others like the headphones fall out, maybe. Yeah. Or, Exactly. Sure, sure, sure. So like we all have a system. So I'm like, you got to give them, oh, tissues or wet wipes or like I always have them in my pocket because yes. my eyes run or everything right. runs. Right. Or... Well, you're so right. If you don't have like your stuff together, then yep. you're like, this is not going to be a good run. No, no. You totally mentally, yeah. you me- like if something screws you up in the middle of it, especially a long run. Yes. You're like, but it's such a mental game. It's you- a mental game exactly so I kind of was like you know what I need to do something like amazing with the clothing I want it to have like a have a standout feature so we kind of added shine to everything Mm -hmm. um but I also had to be you know sweat wicking it had to be breathable it had to be functional it had to be no chafe yeah my gosh like yes I can't tell you how many times I I finished a marathon and and I was like bleeding under my chest because Uh, my sports bra had rubbed yeah like what the heck yes no I so I like wear tight tested all of this stuff. I was still working as a contractor at Express and we were just developing Mm -hmm. and just developing into these things. And it went on for probably like a year and a half. 
Um, it was sketching. I was sourcing. I seriously was way in over my head. You are developing this entire activewear brand from scratch. Yeah. I was way over my head. Hindsight, way over my head. <laughs> I say that to my husband every day. And I'm like, but now I'm like in a point where I've learned so much. I right. can't not apply it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, you, you can love absolutely it. love it. And it's still a ton of hard work. Absolutely. But the clothes are so great. When I was browsing the website, I was like, this is honestly hard to to even like choose what to get because everything is, mm. everything looks so good. It's So I love that it's like cute and mm-hmm. also functional yeah and that also like I have the leggings the pockets tested them out working out I'm like oh my god these stay up Amazing. like they're not bunching they're not creating like, they're a lighter color I'm like I'm not sweating through them yeah. where they're where they're making it look like I have a pee pan yeah type of situation <laughs> yes. but then also Good. the sweatshirt like I have to share with you yes any since I got the I think the popover crew yeah. is that what it's called yes. the popover crew neck popover you got it which is like it's a comfy um, classic sweatshirt and I will be out or if I'm working out somewhere anytime I'm basically like not at home and I will just dream about the moment that I can come home and I can take my bra (laughs) and I can put that comfy sweatshirt over I'm just like you just like melt and you're just like this is amazing I'm wearing the little crew right now which I love I love this mustard color cute I mean you wear it really well well, but it's like a nice sporty look it's a little bit cropped yes but it's not cropped to the point where like right you're gonna like yes yeah yeah, if you wore it with some denim and like a chunky piece of jewelry you would look so cute yeah I love that amazing it's a nice Uh, raglan yeah yeah yeah. no so the stuff is amazing and you have performance you have like lounge you have that what is this coat that looks like a fluffy white cloud this is the sherpa I love it so this is new this year um it's a zip front sherpa i'll explain it it's since people white. can't see it I know. but it has like a chunky collar yeah um oversized but the most amazing part is it has jawstrings yes the waist. yes so at the interior you can like cinch it yes so that you don't have the cold air coming up through it right yeah and it gives you a look you can like gives you a little bit of shape so you don't look like just like a complete and total yes. marshmallow puff ball exactly. which sometimes can get a little out of control right right yeah. <laughs> right we're talking exactly. about like oversized things like I know. i'm a, i can't really wear oversized things like I'm already a tall I'm a tall person yep. I've got long legs I've got long limbs and and I have like a curve to me right yes. like I, I, if I wear a baggy thing I just look like I'm frumpy yeah. swimming old woman like I cannot I like almost I have to wear like tighter clothing or else I just it just You're doesn't not the fit only my one frame. out there that feels yeah. that way. Yeah. A lot of I think a lot of women you will to your point. And you point, think like you're gonna look better if it's baggy. You're like, no. no. It doesn't. No. I mean, look, if it doesn't fit well, there's, you know, you're not going to, but if it fits right and it's hitting you in the right yes, spot. It's all about the flattering yeah. pieces. And not to mention, uh, let's talk about what that does for your confidence. Yes. I mean, if totally. you put something good on and you check yourself out in the mirror and it fits right, it's comfortable. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like next level. No, like, it is. Yeah. And especially now where it's like, I, it's perfect for, you may be, you're working out is like the only type of social interaction that you're getting. Yeah. If you are going to a studio, if you are going to a gym, yeah. or if you are running outside, like that, this is like how I'm going to show off it's a little how, bit. Yeah. Or that's so cute. It's just like a girlies night, brunch. Yeah. 
Like, you want to like do it's it. all you about the athleisure it. wear. That's a, I keep saying it's like studio to street mm-hmm. or brunch to mile 26.2. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. So yep. I want to make sure we're like covered in all of that. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Yeah. So what are, are you, are you still big into running now? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you don't um, have to be. I am mentally. I'm uh-huh. there. Um, and I said to myself the other day, I said, you know what? 2021 is my year. Sure. Um, it's got to be all of our years. Everybody's year. <laughs> um, no, I I have tried. So ever since we so we moved back to, to Cincinnati from mm-hmm. New York just in August. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say COVID. And how long were you in New York before you moved back? Eight years. Eight, eight years. Eight years, yeah. Yeah. And I have to say, um, incredible city. Yeah. Well, I want to, I actually want to ask, I want to talk about this. Yeah. Of like, you're now, I don't even know, second, third, I don't know. In my personal life that I've met, you're like fourth or fifth. I think I was sharing this with you yeah. of people that have yeah. mass ex- exodus out of New York, yep. out of LA. Mm-hmm. And I think it's amazing because now we have all these great, talented, creative people that are coming back to our city, Aww. filling it with life. But how has the transition been for you? Because it, it is a big jump. It's wild. Um, I mean, this is home, right? Yeah. Like this is, I the You always knew you were coming back. Y- yeah. yeah. I mean, or I knew I was going to be leaving New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this is home. The Honestly, the you don't, the, pe- the people don't get any better than yeah. the Midwest. And I don't care. I have said that even in New York. And even in New York, I would I would meet people or even like, even when I dated people, honestly, yeah. they would say, oh, you're from the Midwest. Oh, it makes sense. Like people knew that the Midwest. Totally. It, like, when I go to LA, they yeah. like absolutely know. Yeah. Because I actually care about what they have to That's say. It. I'm interested in them as a human. That's it. We're authentic <laughs> and genuine. It's just, it's a natural thing for us. Right. Um, I don't know wh- why the rest Crazy. of the world's not We're this insane. way. I know, right? Like the Midwest, that Midwest is the best. Um, but being back is, I mean, I think it's been, uh, it's bittersweet. So I love being back home. There's some amazing things that I get to experience. Well, first of all, like I have, I feel like I'm reaching, like reaching out to people like you, which has been awesome. And there's been so many people that have been rallying like behind the brand. Yeah. Uh, You've no idea what that feels like. Yeah. Um, No, I do know. It feels, yeah, we asked, so you're doing a similar thing. Um, feels good to it, know people like what yeah, you're putting out. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the, it, it makes you feel like you're doing something yes. worthwhile. Yes. Um, but I do, I, I like to say that we left New York probably a year or two prematurely. Mm. I had like a hit list. Yeah. Like I want to do all these things before we leave New York. Um, and it, it, the hit list never really got touched because yeah. New York just shut down. Um, but New York will be there and we will eventually New go York back. New York will survive and... this. New York has survived every other hard thing absolutely. it's ever gone through. <laughs> New York will survive It will bounce COVID. back. It will yeah. absolutely bounce back. Yeah. So it's been, I like to say, bittersweet. But like, I think the first month I felt a little bit um, challenged and like, I, I think I thought I would move back and everything would kind of be the same as when I left. Mm. But I learned that I had left Cincinnati one person mm-hmm. and I returned kind of a different person. Yes. Um, I'd always, I have the same group, uh, obviously family. I have the same group of amazing friends that I've grown up with, you know, some of them from elementary school. Yeah, that's, that's the insane thing about Cincinnati It people. is. I'm not, I'm not like counted in that group since I'm right, since an outsider. You're, yeah, you are but an yeah, outsider. People are like, these are my uh, friends from grade school. I'm like, 
it's cr- it is crazy. I you mean, guys really still like each other. I have, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's so it's so true. But what's really cool about it is that I'm making new friends. Yeah, and I do feel myself like almost uh, extending. You know, this is an extension of. Like I have a new life that I'm building into. Mm. Oh yeah. So even like like, a comparison of like, this is what was like before. It's like, no, this is my new Cincinnati life. Yeah. Yeah. To be really kind of like cheesy. What is that? (laughs) I was a Girl Scout and it says. Oh, I was a Girl Scout You were? Oh Yes. Hold on. It reminds me of. Make uh, new friends, but keep the old one One is silver. silver, The the other is gold. gold. Yeah. It's like, got you, Erin. I got you. (laughs) So that's what I feel like right now. No, that's amazing. MPS. It all goes back to gold. Yes. You are a gold <laughs> girly, Erin. You are a gold girly. Gold. Yeah. So how, so then you eventually had like left all the contracting jobs, right? And yeah. you were like, well, I got, yeah. So this most recent, um, once COVID hit, yes. freelance and contractors done. was like done. Yeah. I mean, honestly, so much of the fashion industry was like, a lot of my friends got laid off. Yeah. I had friends that going back to the mass exodus. Yep. People were just looking for something else or a lot of, I had a lot of friends on furlough Mm -hmm. and I think that they got a little nervous. So then they started looking elsewhere. So I have a couple that ended up out on the West coast. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was just kind of like a free for all and everybody was just looking for their next steps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, but that moment really, so it was, that was like an amazing moment because I was like, okay, well contract is done. My husband and I um, kind of looked at each other and his his role was able to go remote. Yep. And so he's, you know, I started to work full time because I had all my time now on me active. And like I had a, like two months where all of a sudden I was like, oh, my gosh, like people were into it. I was my sales were growing. I, you know, stuff was really, really happening. And where prior to that, I just wasn't putting forth the effort. Yeah. Well, you were doing the best you could probably with the time you had. You were working a full time job. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. In the year before when we did the Kickstarter, so we did a Kickstarter to raise the money. Yeah. Um, It was a month. It was like a month or two before my wedding. Mm, so you can imagine timing. yeah perfect timing. so i think once we finally like had the production i was like burnout yes burnout stage and then i kind of like took six months and i was like all right i'm just gonna work full time and we're just gonna yeah. get by yeah um so really honestly it was a little test for me yeah and so you know my husband and i said look were we ready to move out of new york i mean there really isn't much left for us here mm-hmm. um I, you know, I owned some property here in Cincinnati. I, we had already been working on selling it prior mm-hmm. to COVID. And we were like, well, what happens if we just look for some property and, and what yeah, if we start making it. that transition and go for it? And so it really has put us in a position where now I can do this full time and yeah. like, like this is and it. Pour I'm ready. All, yeah, pour, yeah. Like I've been pouring my blood, sweat and tears, Chrissy. <laughs> I can't tell you since I, I mean, I've, I've always been a hard worker mm-hmm. and I've always had you know, three jobs. And then I went to college and it was like double major plus a job or another, you know, and I've been pouring my blood, sweat into tears. And now I'm like, now you can do it for yourself. Yeah. And you can do it for somebody else. Right. And now I like, I'm starting to feel fulfilled. Yeah. Just even the message of telling people you have your own health and wellness journey. And like, I just want to be a little part of it. Yeah. Right. I just, yeah, I just want to be there to say whatever that is, like, get after it. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. And that's it's such a nice, you know, bright side moment of COVID coming and really 
laying the foundation where you're like, okay, now I'm going to just look focus on this. Or maybe it would have taken you some time to get there. Yeah. You would have done another contracting job yep. or done something else. And maybe it would have always just been somewhat of a back burner thing. And that's fine too, yeah. right? If it It is. And that would have been okay. But now you're like, no, this is it. And I'm feeling so so fulfilled uh, through it without a doubt it's so That's it's great you hear. know it goes back to the silver lining of covid yeah and everybody has man covid has really done some shit to us it has done some shit everybody has their i think their covid story and yeah. it's i think it's just i don't know i really love that you just said that like yeah. i love that i can i really can look at it as a silver lining yeah. and i hope five years from now i'm making a difference right and i can be like this is this is what came from COVID right. for this me the pivotal point you know yeah, yeah. i don't want to make it all sound like it's in flora and fauna though <laughs> struggle Listen. has been real Listen. this year I has think... still been a doozy sure sure but we have to get also practice and get good at celebrating the wins and celebrating what we're good at yeah we all know there's shit happening behind the yep. scenes with every cute Instagram post that yes. you have, there's 25 in your camera <laughs> oh, roll where you look gosh. like an ogre. Like we've got it yeah. all truly, truly know and understand that to the core of our being Yeah. to get us to a point too. We're like, okay, well, this is some shit that I did really well and I want to talk about it and I want to celebrate it and yeah. get it out there too. Yeah, no, but I do like to reiterate, this has been a doozy of a year. Yeah. <laughs> there's been down parts, very no, low for parts. for sure, for sure. But we're on an uphill climb. That's, I'm glad to hear that. Um, so what do you, you had mentioned a little like teaser at coffee about like some sustainability yeah. efforts in the yeah. future. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that a little I, bit? I do actually. I really do. Um, so, you know, now that we've gained a little bit of momentum, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not going to promise any deadlines or timelines. No, that's, that's yeah. not necessary but here. But two huge, so, so being my, you know, major pillar is I want to be a brand that empowers all women. Right. So, and so does the, does the nonprofit that get, that you give a portion of the profits to, does that rotate through? It does. Okay. So it what does. is it right now in this, in this moment? Currently it's Shelter House for Women here in Cincinnati. Okay. Through the holiday season. Wow. Um, but it does rotate. And yeah. depending upon, and if anybody out there is listening, if you want to partner and you want to do any sort of event or you want to be a part of a week or two or a month of like the give cool. back, yeah. like I am absolutely always looking to do that. Yeah. Um, I am open to anything, but I really, my strength is female empowerment. Yes, yes. Women, women, women celebrating women. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So um, I've partnered with Girls on the Run before. Yeah. You know, for the obvious reasons. Um, uh, when we first got back to Cincinnati, we partnered with One in Five, which is yes. amazing. Um, yes, mental health. Exactly. Yep. Nonprofit yep. organization for mental health, um, which obviously is, is close to me as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but going forward, so we'll continue to do that. Um, but two big initiatives that I really want to tackle um, in the year of 2021 is uh, all-inclusive. So we're starting to branch out. Some of our products and styles are are rolling into, uh, you know, extra small all the way up to 3XL, mm -hmm. um, which is definitely a challenge in manufacturing. I like to be transparent is on it? that. Why oh. is it a challenge? Um, well, usually when you're, when you are making clothing, um, on the production side, a lot of times your factory will tell you we'll only work with you on five sizes. And so the most common five sizes are... And is that for them? Because like they have their machines, Correct. they have their standard, and like that's going to be easy for them to do. Yeah. They don't want to go out. Yeah. It's, it's easiest for them. Um, and 
it comes down to like cutting your patterns yeah. on the fabric. Yeah. And it's just, it's really, it's been, it kind of goes back to like just the system. Yeah. The way it's just always just been done. Just how it's been done. Right. Exactly. People are slow to change. Correct. Yeah. So I, that's something that I'm really trying hard to do mm -hmm. um i am like i said so some of my product is offering up to the 3xl and as small as extra small mm -hmm. um i'd love to go smaller i'd love to go bigger mm -hmm. so that's something i'm going to keep working on um the website isn't set up quite yet to shop your size mm -hmm. but i hope that we will get there you mm -hmm. know to a point where you can still shop cozy or, or yeah. you know leggings but you can also shop you know xl or mm -hmm. xs or mm -hmm. you know whatever mm -hmm. so that's definitely initiative and then going forward, um, I mean, we're really craving sustainability. Yeah. I think that that is some that is a place that um, everybody, even if you don't know it, you want it and you need it. No, I know. Um, I the amount I of waste that is being spent. I mean, even just, uh, just yes, you buy a shirt and then you wear it for three months and then you throw it out, right? Like that's just waste. Yes. But I think a lot of the process that people don't know or they're, you know, they're unfamiliar with is that when a brand designs, let's say a legging, mm -hmm. they don't anticipate ever selling 100% of that. So they could sell 75% and 25% of it literally just goes into the trash. No, really? I kid you not. And there have been some brands in the past that I do know and I will not name their names. Why not? Why can't we out them I can't, on what I the fit? <laughs> because I'm not going to be the one to out will them. Will you spell it to me? <laughs> well, well I, you know what? But if we I, should know this. We should know this. It's probably common knowledge. Uh, maybe we'll go into it. It's common. It should be common knowledge. They would, instead of like selling the product that maybe they didn't sell or, or donating it, they would like yeah. burn it. What? Now, I don't That's know. That's insane. Hold on. I don't know how recent that has been. Okay. But yes, it's been done in the past. So that is that's that's insane. It I is. Insane. We need to know. It's terrifying. That. But so if they're not making all their. So like, OK, for example, yes. Lululemon will like have a section. We made too much and yeah. it's like discounted yeah. stuff. Yes. Do you but, think they are selling all their product? You know, I don't know. I cannot. Speak right, right. Maybe how do you know? I mean, yeah. I could never. But like, if you really think about it, like, what do you? Well, so now I will say you got Lulu. Well, can you find them at like TJ Maxx and Nordstrom Rack or? No. You can't? No, no, no. They just have a section on their own website that would say like, we made too much and okay. it's like discounted. I mean, I feel like some. But they don't pick, they probably won't keep it up forever, right? There's got to be a limit to that's where they it. And like then, if it sits on the website for so long. Maybe there's people, like an outlet or something. I don't know. I don't know. You'd either. like to think that though. Yeah. So that's a challenge. But even beyond that, you know, we're using uh, most of your active wear is made of either um, nylon spandex or poly spandex. Mm -hmm. Spandex is what? It's rubber and yes. plastic. Yeah, polyester right. is plastic. Right. So um, we're wearing every day. <laughs> I know, and we and we all do. We it's all fine. Do. Is it fine? Are it's we, fine. It's, like, no, we all do. Is there gonna be like it's a totally documentary <laughs> that comes out in fifteen years, like Possibly. the Teflon thing, right? Where it was like you guys were all cooking yeah. on plastic pans, and now you're like you bitches were all wearing plastic leggings, and it was soaking yeah. into your skin, and, and now we, we have cancer. Our, yeah, this is what we did to our environment. <laughs> this is what you did to yourself uh, and your children yeah. and your children's children. Right. Um, but 
how cool is it that I have been sourcing um, fabric that's made from recycled water bottles? Yeah, that is really cool. And I love to hear these things. It's so amazing because like, you know, I can, so hopefully, hopefully that we can get to a point where we are kind of on cruise control and we can start developing into new products and then we would be able to use those fabrics. Mm -hmm. um, I have them. They're all sitting on my desk at home. I stare at them every day. I touch them every day. You would never, ever, ever know for one second yeah. that it's not I mean it feels like your most luxury you know active right apparel right it's, right right I have no uh, doubt I, yeah it's amazing um and, and can, is it like a hundred percent recycled water bottles um no. it's not a hundred percent but you're used I mean it's like for a legging you could you could kind of put a number to it but you could say like 33 water bottles were used to recycle were wow. recycled to get to your legging that's cool so that that's kind of like where it goes yeah um that's so really that's cool. like a really exciting thing and I that's that's the next steps yeah yeah um so even if we start trickling it in with one legging here and there that's kind of I think that the mission you're making you're doing something you're putting the right foot forward mm -hmm. and then you're bringing awareness to an issue that we all need to be aware of and that's really hard to face and i don't like to think about it either i know because i want to go and buy a shirt that's cheap or i want to go buy clothes from zara yep. that are not expensive and they're really cute and i know yeah and i have a little twinge of that guilt every time but honestly i still do it i'll tell you what though i have a really dear friend um and we call she calls it i want to say she says the 80 20 effect or 20 80 80 20 but she's like look just try 80 yeah. percent of the time and then 20 percent of the time like you amazon is gonna exist yeah right you right. need convenience right um but like something else i had been talking with somebody about recently was like even and this is kind of taking it a different route but just just thinking about what COVID's doing to like everything right now, be just be conscious, conscious of like what you're doing. Yeah. So say to yourself, when I make this purchase, you can either do www. Like, let's say you want to, I don't know, get new flowers, go to homedepot.com, right. And have them shipped or whatever. Why don't you go into the store? Yeah. Because you're giving somebody a job in your community. Right. Just by going into the store. Now, is that Home Depot like a, you know, massive corporate company? Yes. But like think of, so the 80 20 effect 80 yeah. percent of the time just think about what action you can do, do a little in that bit purchase Take, make a, a little bit better of a decision yeah. like this christmas when you're doing your christmas shopping shop small yeah. local exactly. activewear brand that has really cute stuff yeah. <laughs> and you can buy for your girlies and your mom and your aunt like there's no one on your christmas list as a female that doesn't want a cozy cute sweater or like pair of leggings and like especially I think the moms yeah it's like they're not gonna buy it for themselves no isn't that crazy I actually think I'm gonna buy my mom something that I say it she won't listen to this so it's fine she won't hear it. <laughs> she'll never know but yeah I feel like because they want to like be cool and hip and like get in with the athleisure stuff but they don't know they don't where necessarily to go. know better and they don't gonna buy them for themselves because moms are selfless they yeah they are they're yeah. always giving that's good yeah no, okay. I love that. Yeah, you're welcome for that. <laughs> I love that. Erin, what does being fit mean to you? I love this question. And Me I too. Actually, I actually think about this quite a bit. Um, it's funny because over the years that that – that has been very different. Fit used to be a look for me. Mm, mm -hmm. um, fit used to be how many miles can I run? How fast can I run? Um, what do I look like doing it? Mm. Um, but more or less, 
I'm, I'm in a place in my life and I'm really proud to be in this place that fit isn't just my physical appearance. It's not just my stamina. It's also like my mental health. And yeah. It's, you know, I want to get up. I, I want to, I want to want to get up every day because there have been days where I haven't wanted to, Yep. but I want to be able to say to myself, it's all moderation. And like, I, I tend to gravitate towards things that are a little bit, um, like not moderate at all extreme, I'm extreme you like to work a lot like to you like to lot. run a race like every single week run a lot I, yeah or you I moved do, to new york or, in the yeah. end yeah. i just like it's it's i i feel like i am i can be a little bit of a risk taker and i can i can definitely dive into things um but the older i get the more i find being fit is just like just being like even keel sustainable and just all you know what it yeah. goes full circle just comes just, full circle exactly so it's it's getting up every day it's making you know good decisions um and again going back to your 80 20 rule yeah you can eat like crap one day but then just know that tomorrow's another day yes and it's fine right. and there's no need to there's, obsess over right, it no moral judgment nope. when it comes if to you the miss food. your run it's okay yeah if yeah. you need to make plans though you can you can make a plan or a schedule for that run yep. like Every day is different. Every yeah. week is different. Just be agile and and like take care of yourself. Yeah, that's what that's what fit is to me nowadays. I love it. I love it all. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on. Thank you. Did you so make much it through, or did, were your hands sweating? How no, do you feel? Um, you did I it. Mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna keep my arms down, but <laughs> thank TMI. you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate coming. Where can people follow you? Where can people find? the clothes, get their orders in before Christmas. Absolutely. So you can go to, we have Instagram, which is uh, me active. So it's M-E-A-S underscore active. Um, or you can look at a, look us up, uh, same thing on Facebook, Facebook or www.meactive.com. M-E-A-S is how it's spelled. Right. And really quick, where does the name come from? Oh, uh, me means gold and the Khmer, the Cambodian language. Just a quick note. Yeah. Um. There is a uh an ancient uh, ancient a a, a proverb an yeah. old proverb over in Cambodia that says men are like gold they can be shined off like new women are like white linen when they're dirty they're dirty. Well, that's fucking bullshit. It is bullshit. <laughs> and when I was sitting there in Cambodia with those girls who had been sex trafficked and they'd been through hell and back, I will tell you what I've never seen shinier more optimistic oh, more hopeful Aaron. girls ladies women's women in my entire life that's and that's amazing. when like i said to myself they they're the gold that is such a good so, name gold. the gold so, you love gold women I, are it, gold like, everything everything is gold <laughs> oh yeah listeners so that's it. thank you so much for hanging on um with us listening to the podcast i don't know why i said hanging on it just came out but <laughs> <laughs> Share to your social, support the Patreon if you can. Um, rate, review on iTunes. You know the drill by now. Thanks so much. Love you.